I hear a voice. No, no, not this time. It's Mark, shouting. My eyes flick open, and I feel Mark's arms tighten around me. We're in bed, facing each other, my naked body pressed against his bare chest. It's dawn, and I see pink light glowing through the bedroom window. Mark's eyes are screwed tightly shut, and he looks in pain. Mark? I say. Get away from her! He shouts, and his arms grip me tighter. I stare at Mark's closed eyelids as they flicker over his beautiful blue eyes. Mark's pale face glows in the breaking dawn. He's suffering, and I can't stand it. What's wrong? I whisper. Mark, are you okay? Mark bolts upright, pulling me up with him. He looks bewildered, confused, a little boy on the verge of tears. I stroke hair from his forehead. Are you having a bad dream? He opens his mouth and closes it again, then pulls me against his chest. It was nothing, he murmurs, but his voice is tense. Just a dream about something that happened a long time ago. I'm sorry I woke you. It's okay. I slip my arms around his neck. The sun's coming up. I would have been awake in a few minutes anyway. Mark lowers me onto the bed, and I see his chest is moving quickly, the little white scars on his skin stretching with every breath. I put my palm to his heart. His skin feels too hot. Your dream. It sounded bad. It's over now. He falls beside me onto the pillow and runs a finger over my lips. Then he kisses me. I'm about to speak, to ask him more about his dream, but he kisses me harder, and I'm lost in a world of senses. His smell, his mouth, his tongue. He pulls back and his hands find mine. He looks down at our touching fingers. Do you remember last night? I ask. A smile pulls at Mark's lips. You think I'd forget? Maybe. As if I would. It made me happy to see you lose yourself in me. Mark's smile spreads until I see his beautiful white teeth. Oh, did it indeed. He wraps his arms around me and I feel his large hands slide around my back. It did, I smile into his chest. Very, very happy. Well, I aim to please, Miss Rose. His brown hair is flopping messily over his forehead, and he looks puppy-dog cute, with brown stubble creeping over his jawline. Was it special for you? I ask. Mark strokes my long hair behind my ears. I know it's gone all frizzy in my sleep, and I wish I had a mirror. Actually, I don't. If I can't see it, I can pretend it's all smooth and shiny like Lucy Lou. He picks up my hand and places my fingers to his lips, running them back and forth. Special isn't a good enough word. I feel myself grinning. What is a good enough word? Mark shrugs and rolls back so he's looking at the ceiling. Language was never my strong suit. I prefer action.